adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Russ's entire demeanor right now indicates to me that this is somehow a, a Tony situation and not a Russ situation, or why we didn't have Russ on Russ's show. No, it's an, I'm annoyed because I've gotten logged out of all my stuff here, so it's weird. Oh, okay. So not a Tony problem. It's not. I thought it was Tony's fault, but it's not Tony's fault. It's that not. is always a good default. I've, uh, <laughs> it's always I've, a good place to start the investigation, yes. I've been on StreamYard long enough now to know when stuff is not my that I didn't do it, and I felt 100% confident I did not do this. Aren't you always 100% confident something's not your fault until we make clear to you that it was? If I think it is, I'm around like 90-ish. Okay. Uh, what, what are you working on there? A big gulp? No, uh, just a dollar drink from uh, Big Gulp, say eh? Mickey D's. <laughs> I haven't uh, had a big gulp or seen anybody with a big gulp in years. Wait, do you know pull up? I to wouldn't. Seven Eleven. I do. I haven't, Slurpee. I haven't Slurpee? been to Seven Eleven in a long time, to be honest with you. Eh, live. No, I haven't bought anything. Somebody's. I've gone in with somebody and they bought something, but I've never bought. Must needed something that was behind the counter. Yeah. No, we're not. I'm not doing this with you guys this early in the show. Why, this is your new thing. Is I don't go to places that all the blue collar people shop at now. No, I, don't broke. Doll, I don't go to Dollar Tree. I don't go to Seven Eleven. Where else has a better slush than Seven Eleven? I don't drink slushies anymore or Slurpees. I haven't had a Slurpee oh, okay. in easily seven years. What do you drink now? Liquid gold or something? Just hey, drink man. a cup full of diamonds. You chose to have kids and keep your money down. I don't have kids. I enjoy a, a nice Slurpee. <laughs> oh, okay. I have no le- legit, no joke. I haven't had a Slurpee in a long time. And I, I remember that feeling of having Slurpees in the summertime. It's just been. A long, long time. Man, we used to get them. My dad used it as a uh, as an incentive to get us to behave during church. When we were, especially when we were little, my dad went to Catholic church, and uh, it is uh, very formal. So behaving is essential, and if we behaved, we would get a Slurpee on the way home. I don't hate that. It? it was enough to get us to do it. Tony, what's going on with your shirt? I see that you're wearing an homage shirt, so I'm pleased. I don't have to fire you for violating some very easy rules of wearing the shirt that they sent you to wear. Oh yeah. What, what happened, man? You, you wore this thing all day yesterday yeah. and then would, on Tuesday. And then we had a, a, a reschedule mm-hmm. and wh- wh- why exactly could you not just wear a different shirt or why did you wear the same shirt all day for two days in a row? I, I feel like there are many, many, many workarounds and it would take me almost no time to come up with like seven of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you having, uh, other than you having to wear the same shirt all day, every day for all day for two days. Yeah, yeah, you know, just take the shirt off, put it on the hanger so it doesn't get wrinkly, and you know, bada boom, bada bing, we all good, baby. For the next day, let's go. That that doesn't answer my question at all. Why? Okay, I understand you wore this shirt all day Tuesday because you thought we were going to record Tuesday until mm-hmm. a last minute rescheduling. I got that. Correct. Why then couldn't you maybe wear a, a different one of the shirts they sent you today for the entire day? Or 
wear, wear something totally different today, but you could still wear this shirt. Just put it on five minutes before we record. Why, why are none of these things possible to, for you who owns a, a backpack and be a car. And I mean, it just seemed easier just to just, uh, there's a shirt. I like this shirt. I want to show off my brand new shirt. So the people can see that I can support, you know, Negro league baseball. In the biz, you feel me? And I just wanted to show it off. Yeah, no biggie. You picked like the worst day possible to do that because it was like Miami weather on Tuesday. Man, I was not out here in these streets. And I was inside in the building. The, the entire was, day, you never walked outside. I, I mean, I'm, oh yeah, I'm I walked outside. Skeptical but. about the smell of your shirt today at, because the first day that you wore it was... Mm-hmm. Rough outside. Uh, outside. Like, would I want to hug you right now? If I hugged you right now, would it? Would I? Would I have some kind of um, thoughts about how you smell? Russ is holding up two fingers. May I interject here? I would love you to, because right. he's not answering any of these questions. Uh, well, here's my thing. I'm going I'm to tell you what I, I texted the group yesterday. If he over there smelling like ass because he wore the same shirt two days in a row, it's a Tony problem because we're on video. I can't smell him. Neither can you. As long as the homage is showing on the shirt, I don't really care if he's worn it for a week straight. Well, that that is correct. If uh, all Tony is to you is a producer, but yes. I am we are, I am and I believe you also are very invested in Tony's ascent into adulthood. Yeah. Like I want him to do well and not fail in this. That's endeavor. Stephanie's problem now. <laughs> okay, so, so not we don't need to concern ourselves with that anymore. Eh, he told somebody to take care of it for him. We've both spent time with Stephanie. We want we want good things for her. We don't you? I also takes, tell her all the time. This is the, I always tell her all the time. This is the life she chose. Yeah, that's what Russ is going to write in the wedding card. Uh, <laughs> all the best, Steph. You did this to yourself. Love Russ. <laughs> Absolutely, word for word. There we go. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure with my co-host, Russ Dorsey, our producer, uh, Tony, two-day shirt, Gil. And we are brought to you, as always, by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to Sheets. I, I forgot you're doing this live. You're doing Oh, the, yeah, live show, baby. Of, well, I know, I know. Well, the show's not live, but you always do the sound effects and post until the last two weeks. You've been hitting me with them while I'm talking while I'm doing ad reads, of course, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know what, you know, I, I should know I I'm the one that's got to adjust and give you a second there to hit your, all your buttons. Uh, you can go to sheets, slash essay and no promo code needed. Go to that link and you'll automatically get a $23 discount at checkout. Uh, you can get the sheet set. They got it in 11 colors. They've got plain options, striped options, 100% eucalyptus. Uh, they keep you cool. They're soft. They they are very durable. Russ always says the more you wash them, the softer they get even. Mm-hmm. I actually, I had people at my house this past week, and it just, and I have two sets of the sheets and giggles, but maybe I need a third because just the way it ended up between laundry and trying to be selfless and give my friends the good sheets, I ended up having to sleep the weekend on just like normal sheets and uh, it's not as good. I can oh, tell yeah. you. There's no it's, going back. Mm-mm. No, no there, there really isn't. Absolutely not. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will. I will say this. Once you, Jason. once you go, once you go, sheets and giggles, you never go back, Russ. True. I will say this. You talked about you have only have two sets of sets of sheets and giggles. I have four, and I live by myself. So that's how much I love these sheets. How many beds do you have? Well, one. But you should change your sheets. Well, yeah, but every okay. week. Hey, to hey ten, if you want to buy four, days. I'm all for it. I'm all every, for it. And, but no, and if you're gonna buy four, you know. Do it on sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. You should, you should change your sheets. And this is a good topic. Every seven to 10 days. Oh, that's, you're probably right. There's probably a lot of, a lot. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not probably, I am right. I, I would assume that you're right, but that's, that's a lot for someone who has a lot going on. Someone Jason, who has to deal with, I have, Russ doesn't have a lot going three. on. Uh, Russ only has one bed, I guess, is my thing, and my, you know, no, no children to take care of. Jason, sorry, I, I usually give you the I, I'm busy with kids excuse, but here's my thing, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's you and <laughs> you and Ashley can change your sheets in literally five minutes. That's true. Yeah, I think I probably change my sheets more like once a month. So you you may be right. I may need to up my game here. Especially because you have like a sheet sponsor, but that's neither here nor there. Continue. <laughs> go to sheetsgiggles.com slash essay. Our there show is our show is also brought to you by Homage. Yeah. Very, very, very happy to have them. By the way, if you like homage stuff, which of course you do, they've been around forever and they make everything. Especially, you know, they make all this different stuff, but especially the t-shirts. That's like especially right now, Russ, in summer, like go get a cool t-shirt to wear to your next big event or your next hangout on the deck or whatever. But one thing I want to mention right off the top, we're doing a hundred dollar homage giveaway. That gets you like three shirts, three t-shirts or a t-shirt and some other stuff. hundred dollar homage giveaway. All you have to do is do basically something you already do, which is listen to our show and follow us on Twitter. So the contest is this write the funniest review of this show on Apple podcasts, screen cap it, Tweet it to us. Easy. That's it. Just make sure you're following homage and following sports adjacent's podcast account so we see it. And you're in the mix to win a hundred bucks at homage, which is really good. Even if you don't enter that, homage is offering 20% off to our listeners right now with promo code adjacent. You can go on there and get whatever you want. They're providing wardrobe for our show. Russ, I see you're wearing a very cool throwback 1990s. Is it 80s or 90s? Bo Jackson t shirt. 80s. Uh, So, one, I love Bo Jackson, maybe the greatest athlete to ever live. Uh, It is the cartoon Bo Jackson with him snapping the bat over his knee, something he did very efficiently because he was so strong. Uh, But one thing I wanted to say about Amit Church, I talked about it last week. Their size large is an actual large. It's not a smaller size. You got to go up. They're form-fitting, so whether you're a slender build or you're a more muscular build, they hug you in, in all the right places. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tony, you uh, you have the Chicago American Giants T-shirt, I believe. I do, I do. Like for the baseball. second for the second day in a row, um, two days in a row, it's got to support. Yeah, mm-hmm. the shirt can stand up on his own at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's very salty. Tuesday was very hot and muggy in Chicago. Tuesday was really like Everglades, like Miami weather. And not that I minded it. It felt kind of, it was kind of nostalgic for me, but it was like 99 and extremely humid. It is the wrong day to wear a shirt that you planned to wear again the very next day. 
lot of gold bonds sold this week. <laughs> we'll we'll set that aside for a minute. We'll set that aside for a minute. Why? Tell us uh, why you chose that shirt, Tony. You get to choose the shirts from homage that you want to wear on the mm-hmm. show. Why'd you pick the Chicago American Giants? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think a lot of people know that you know black baseball was in Chicago, uh, and I think it needs to be remembered that. You know, despite the numbers now in terms of uh, black Americans playing uh, baseball, there was a lot of black Americans playing baseball. So much so they had their own league. They had their own team in the city. Um, and that's what I'm representing now. And I, and I represent everything black in Chicago. At least I want to or try to. I like it. I have uh, picked a, an amateur shirt that says love thy neighbor, which I like. Second greatest commandment tone. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of people forget that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I like that they have a lot of different stuff in there. I think that you would find anything you wanted. I think that there's such a wide variety of sports, pop culture, shirts with good messages like this, like love thy neighbor. Uh, I think you could find just about anything you're looking for, anything that would suit your wardrobe on homage, really, really comfortable shirts too. And like Russ said, they fit great too. Something will speak to great. you on that website. Something will grab your attention. Yeah. Something will 100%. speak to you and be like, I would 100%. like for people to see me in that. Well said, Tone, for once. Well said. I appreciate that. That was really good. Go to Homage. Use our promo code ADJACENT. You'll, if you're a first-time customer, you'll get 20% off your purchase, and you're definitely going to find some stuff you like on there. Was that the uh, was that the smartest thing Tony's ever sent on our show? Oh come on! I've said some really dope stuff on this show. Because I was rather, I was rather impressed with him saying that something on Amage's website would speak to them. Well, Tony, you got to listen to the verbiage here because he, he, I think he said smartest thing, and you immediately thought littest thing. Yeah. Russ said that's probably the smartest thing he said, and you're like, no, no, no! I've said a million things more lit than that. Well, th- those aren't synonyms. Just so you're aware. In my head, it is. Yeah, but there's a lot of things in your head, Tony, that most people don't <laughs> go by. Russ, as you can see, I am back in my own house today. Yeah, you are. I, I cannot remember the last time I did this, and man, I am knee deep. Struggling. I got Struggling. a lot going on. Uh, I, I hope that the dogs will stay quiet. I am home by myself for part of this week, uh, while my wife and one of my daughters is in the city with some friends that came in from Miami, friends of theirs, uh, friends of our family, but primarily friends of of my wife. Um, and my other daughter is at camp with, uh, with the church youth group up in Wisconsin. So it's me at home with two dogs and a baby. And I could handle the dogs or I could handle the baby. And maybe on my best day, I could handle both well, but not anything else. So we'll see how the show goes. Damn, you pulled the short end of the stick this week. Everybody's out having fun except me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. And I'm going to teach this baby how to walk. That's that's my mission. I'm going to put the baby through walking academy. Tony, you got any? The baby's about to turn one. Little Tony, does uh, Big Tony have any advice for teaching Little Tony how to walk by Friday, by his birthday? Um, yeah. Uh, if I were to talk to Little Tony, I'd get down to his level. You know, I'm really like getting his face, like. Eyeball to eyeball. This is this is man to man, right? This yeah. is the most. Yeah, you know, he's one, and he doesn't. You know that one year olds don't talk, right? Do you know that? Yeah, they do. You just don't understand them. Okay, so you don't know that. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, this is a man to man conversation. You say, "Hey, this is going to be one of the 
most important things you ever do in your life, right? Put one step in front of the other. Keep moving forward, Toyota. So, <laughs> Toyota does what, not sponsor the show. This is what you need to do. Yeah, bleep that out. What do you, what bleep do you, that out. What are you doing? We don't normally get no free uh, ads. How, how did you turn that into an ad read for some company we've never, <laughs> that we don't aren't sponsored by? We've never even spoken with. We've never even had a meeting with Toyota. I just know that that's what they say. That's what they say. So it just, I just, you know, popped up okay. in my brain. All right. So, all right. So, what happens when what happens when this doesn't go well? What happens when, like, today we did oh, some after practice the speech? and today, today we, yeah, today we worked on uh, trying to stand up without anybody holding you mm-hmm. uh, or supporting you. And the, the longest he made it upright was 0.1 seconds. So, mm. what do you do when when that's your day? When that's how things are going, even after your great speech that involved a Toyota commercial for some unknown reason. Um, I don't know. You got to you got to play some motivational speakers, right? Like, you know, the remember the Titan speech, uh, the Independence okay. Day speech when they're about to go fight the aliens. Um, Maybe play like Eye of the Tiger or yeah. uh, Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin or something like that. Really get them fired up. You know, some real motivational final countdown. Yeah. You know, to get okay. them, to get them going, to get them hype. So, and then you just gotta yell, just scream like, ah! You know, that's 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 the 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 primal cry of of all of the male species that we're about to dominate the earth. You understand me? And that's what you tell them, like, hey, you can do this. I fully am in support of you right now of walking. We're going to do this. And you want me to do? And you then, want me to do the understand me thing? Yeah, you understand me? And then, chest, and then chest bump them. Like, ugh. You got them. <laughs> don't chest, right. don't chest, don't don't chest bump a one-year-old. All right, all right. Please. Yeah. Uh, maybe our legal department needs to cover that. Uh, Russ, before my kids left, they were making fun of me, as usual, about my phone. It continues to get worse. Uh, I have not replaced it. Even though uh, this is, t- to be fair, this is exactly the kind of thing I would ridicule Tony for. I would say, you have a job. Why? You have money. Why have you not just bought the phone? So I know I'm, I know I'm, I'm overdue and need to buy a phone and have no good excuse. Uh, my kids have some old iPhone that my dad gave them cause he was done with it. He's probably four phones ago and, uh, they were showing it to someone. They're like, yeah, we have this old iPhone. It doesn't work. Uh, grandpa gave it to us, whatever. And, uh, they hold it up and it's the same phone I have right now, actually. And uh, remember, I told you that my phone kind of, uh, I always have my phone on vibrate because I don't like hearing it chirp and ding and ring all day, uh, that now it rattles. Well, the new wrinkle is it, it rattles in such a way that if it is in my back pocket, which it often is, the rattle actually sounds like a fart. It's kind of a muffled rattle and it kind of just sounds like... And anytime I'm walking past someone and I get a text or something like that, they that's definitely what it sounds like. Jason, get rid of that old ass phone, man. Please. I I agree with you. I agree with you. No, you I, definitely I, don't. You don't you I don't agree with me. It. I just haven't done it. Alright, this is my question for you. How, how old is your wife's phone? Much newer. Uh maybe like three years. Then what are you doing? I just drag my feet about spending money for some reason. <laughs> it's man, by, all the, by all the cereal in the world, but when it comes to getting a new phone. Um, so still working on that. 
Uh, one of these days, I'll have a good update for you. I, it, it's the thing is full too. Every every day, just to just to get through the day of having it work. Like if I go to the city for the day, for example, I got to take a phone charger with me in my pocket, just to have the battery to get through the day, and just to be able to use it for basic things like making sure I have lift on there or being able to take a video or something like that. I'm constantly having to delete things. I'm having to delete to delete music out of there or uh, delete baby baby pictures of my children because that's how long I've had it. Uh, just to be able to get it to work right. So it is, it's not going well with the phone. They, they I don't know what my breaking point will be where I'll be like, okay, it's got to happen today. I, I, might just, I might just take your phone out of your pocket and run over it so you can buy a new phone. I might, I'm, I might later send you a thank you card for that. <laughs> Jason, they transfer everything that's on your old phone onto a new phone, except there's more space and a better camera. How do I know I can trust them to do that? Of course, they'll say they can do that, and they'll hook up the phones and do some wires and whatever. How do I know everything will actually transfer? And then what if it doesn't? Jason, this might, this might be the oldest thing that you've done since saying, I listen to music at the library on CDs. I don't listen to it at the library, Russ. Okay, get your facts straight. I check out the CDs from the library and listen to them <laughs> in the CD player in my car. I don't even think new cars have CD players. Do they? No, no. I've never owned a car that had a CD player. My car is much like my phone. It, old as hell. Yeah, old and needing to be replaced. Yeah. Did you guys ever go to camps in the summer? There's camps where they send you for the day. Parents a lot of times use this as like uh, daycare, I think. In fact, I know several parents who do use this as day. Oh, yeah, we'll sign you up for camp all summer. And it just so happens the camp is Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 every day. But there's also sports camps. There's sleepaway camps. Did you do any of that, Russ, as you were a kid? (sighs) No is the no is the short answer. No, not not, no camp through church. No camp through Baseball, nothing. Vacation Bible school don't count, Tom. No, that doesn't count. Because one, because one, I didn't want to go. <laughs> that's, that's the first and foremost. Let's start there. I didn't want to go. Two, uh, no, I, I didn't. Me and my brother never went off to sleepaway camp. Really, I'd gone to some camps through like my school during the year. But like nothing in the summertime when most kids are at camp, right? So. <sighs> should I tell this story? I think you, know, you should. I think I should too. Yeah, I'm, uh, mom. I just want you to know before I tell this story, you did this to yourself. All right. So. Wow, that's that's like that's your motto in life right now. Huh? Yeah, I, zero so, compassion for anyone. You did this zero. to yourself. She did. Yeah. <laughs> she you did. Have, is that like? Do you have that as like an auto type on your phone? When you just start typing Y O U. The rest of it just finishes. Did you did this to yourself. yourself. Yes, <laughs> like on the emails. All right. All right, All right so it's fun fun to have you for a friend. My, so I think I was I was around uh, I was might have been in the fifth grade. Uh, so normally in the summertime, my brother and I would before we got old enough to stay home by ourselves, we'd go over to my grandma's house during, every day during the summer while my parents were at work. Like my mom worked in the burbs, and then uh, my dad worked in the city, and so then. After a while, me and my brother were like, eh, you know, we're getting older now. I was probably in fourth grade. Uh, my brother is three years older than I am. He's in like in the seventh grade, and we didn't really want to go to grandma's house anymore. And so we get to a point where we're like, yeah, this should this should be the last. We should be done with grandma's house. 
And so we had been lobbying for years. Mom, dad, please let us go to camp. Let's go to camp. All our friends are at camp. Let's go to camp. They were like, no, we can't do camp. And they were like, oh, we hate it here. Like, we obviously wouldn't say that in front of them, but like, you get mad when you can't go to camp with your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then the one year my mom goes, they were like, mom, summer's here. Can we go to camp? And my mom was like, I'm sending you guys to SEHB's. And me and my brother, right? Me and my brother look at each other and like, "Ooh, what is that?" She's like, "Oh, it's a really cool camp, SEHBs. You guys are really gonna enjoy yourself, SEHB." So my brother and I really excited. We're getting all ready. She's like, "You guys are gonna go on Monday." We're like, "Oh, this is great! Finally, years of asking, years of lobbying. We finally get to go to camp." But this camp, SEHBs. So just pre Google anything. So we're just. I'm hoping my mom's not. Uh, sending us off, but it's whatever. We're not even thinking about it. You didn't ask any questions? Like, what are we going to do there? I was trusting that my parents you just finally got a yes. And you just trust, yes, got a yes. And we were, okay. we had been waiting for that moment forever. All right. Monday comes me and my brother, bright eyed and bushy tailed 7 a.m. in the summertime. So you knew we were excited. Get all our stuff, get our book bags, get in the car. My mom was like, you guys ready to go to SEHBs? We're like, hooray. And this is where the bullshit starts. We start driving. <laughs> we start driving. And uh, about five minutes into the drive, I'm like, oh, this must be like a local camp. All right, cool. I'm nothing, nothing wrong. About 10 minutes into the drive, I'm like, this feels strangely similar to the way we take to go to grandma's house. Oh, no. And then five minutes after that, we literally pull up in front of my grandma's house. And I look at my brother. My brother looks at me. My mom looks back in the backseat and like, welcome to SEHBs. Oh, and no. it wasn't until that moment that me and my brother realized that my grandma's initials was Sarah Elizabeth Hintz Beasley. <laughs> S-E-H-B's. The face me and my brother made at each other was like, what the fuck is going on here? We were so angry. Oh, yeah. I, if we, we could have cursed back then, we would have cussed my mom smooth out. Even though we would have lost our lives that day. We were so pissed off. We get out of his car. We didn't even say love you, bye. We just got out, oh. slammed the door closed, go to grandma's house, and to this day, me and my brother never let my mom forget that. And she just laughs it off. And I'm like, no, mom, that was ridiculous. You should have never did that to us. So that is Russell Dorsey's camp story. I'm on your mom's side on this, actually. Nah, fuck that. I'm no, mad I'm all over again. No, yeah. no. No, I'm on her side because I can fill in some blanks here that you either are not or are omitting or not I, remember. Jason, I promise I'm telling you that, that whole story. You're forgetting something, I'm I, sure. Jason, Jason, I swear to um, uh, right here. That story is 100% factual and has oh, never I, been anything omitted from oh, it. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. But I th- I'm thinking there's some context here that Mrs. Dorsey would love to provide because... You always will, take her side. I'm your friend, not her. I'm the parent, though, so I... But no, but no, no, she no, lied. No, no. She I can, lied. I can imagine this, though. I can imagine this because that I will grant you that is a mean trick. That's mean. Yes. We tell her all the time. But when parents play mean tricks on their kids, it's because they've been acting like little. No, I am sure I, that you had that comment Jason, all week. No, I'm Jason, sure that you I, and your brother had that. Jason, comment. I'm sure she was not. thinking all Jason, week. All right, if, I'm tired you know of these me. kids. 
and they're complaining about camp, and G- they're not cleaning their room, G- and Jason. they're being disrespectful. Jason, and now no. I'm going to get them. We're going Jason. to SEHB camp. <laughs> J- Jason, no. <laughs> oh, no. Jason. When you play mean tricks like that on your no, kids, it's because they have it coming. Jason, because they've been asking for it. Jason, no. You know, if I was, if I, if that had happened, I would tell you. I, I would give it up. But that is that did not happen. We had asked our parents for years to have us go to camp. And the one year she says yes, she puts on this bull about us. We're like, you're gonna go to SEHBs, and we ended up at grandma's house. The one saving grace is that was the last summer we spent at my grandma's house because I think my mom felt bad. I was like, damn, I I didn't even let them go to camp. I just sent them in their grandma's house and renamed it. Uh, <laughs> it's a mean trick. <sighs> my, I'm like, I feel. My, I highly suspect it was warranted. That's no, that's it, where it I come down on this. No, I bet it was. I bet no, no, it was. I, I, I promise it wasn't. No. As a parent, I'm sure that it was. I'm no. sure you. Had See, this that's what, that's y'all problem at parents. Is y'all think a lot, but y'all don't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot I, of thinking. The only the only overnight camp I remember going to was I went uh several years to Northern Illinois University basketball camp. And I have no remarkable stories from it other than um after going to that camp I did not even turn out to be good enough to play at Northern Illinois University. So it did not <laughs> Did not pay off exactly. Uh, what about you, Tone? Did you go to camp when you were a kid? Did you go to day oh, camp yeah. or sleepaway camp or anything? Oh yeah, you did. Okay. Oh yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm glad good. somebody did. <laughs> Getting like badges and, and uh, frequent, wearing cargo frequent, shorts uh, and frequent camp uh, attendee. Um, I didn't. I never went to sleepaway camp. Uh, okay. That was, that always felt weird to me. It's like I don't know these people. I don't trust these people. Why would I want to sleep next to them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but we did go to. Uh, come on, man. I'm, a, I'm I'm product of the city. Uh, Chicago public school camps. I don't know if they're still around. I don't even know if they're still funded. To, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Gage Park. Uh, that's in uh, the you know West Inglewood area. Gage Park. Um, we went to a camp uh, at Daly College. That was a city-funded camp. And uh, in order to keep that camp going, one of the activities was write letters to then-Senator Barack Obama to <laughs> tell him to provide funding so I can go to camp next year. They did not provide funding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had bigger fish to fry. So well, they put my, you to work, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm a... I'm a Definitely a, a Chicago product because my elementary school and all the camps that I went to are now defunct because the city didn't deem them uh, good enough for the city's youth to sustain them. So, but yeah, were I mean, they good? A lot were they of, good camps? Like, what did you do with these things? Or was this like the daycare you went where the, to where they just put a turtle on your head and had you take three naps just <laughs> no, to get through the day? These, these, these were camps. Um, a lot of growing up was done. At the camps, um, a lot of okay. How do you how do you face a bully? How do you when somebody's better than you better than you at basketball? Okay. How do you how do you respond right. when you got to go so to camp? These with them? these were lessons you were learning in real time because they were happening, not because the the counselors were teaching you. There wasn't like a to, you know today we're doing a one hour workshop on dealing with bullies. No, oh, no, no. This is in the midst of the activities of the camp. There were some okay. real life situations happening, right? Like, okay. what do you do when a girl right. likes you, right? Like, how do you respect the girl, you know, at 12 and 13 years old? Like, a lot of growing up was done for for uh, two-day Tony. You know I me? Mean? <laughs> Yeah, my great granddad. 
Yes, it was the talk okay. of uh, of the town. All right. Wow. Gee, I bet it was. <clears throat> yeah, the Mississippi Delta. Man, that's. Well, that's a good introduction to pay homage. I think <laughs> it's time to talk about our sponsor, Homage. Homage, H O M A G E. No, 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 no. It's time stop. to give homage. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a joke. Oh my god! I'm just gonna start it from that the open. Start funny. the segment from the open. You're you're out of control, man. You're That's out of control, funny. Tony. <laughs> that was super funny. That does not segue well. All right, now hit the button. Go ahead. Homage, H O M A G E. It's time to give honor to whom honor is due. I take the cash and I take the respect. Give it up, give it up, give it up. We just want our respect. To some people, that's more important. It's time to pay homage. And I want my damn respect, too. <laughs> Presented by our friends at Homage Clothing. That's a good intro, Tone. I, that's all it took to get you to start trying, huh? Was they sent you some T-shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, send me some stuff. You, you right. got it open. Pay homage is our new segment. We did it last week. Uh, it's our new segment. We debuted it last week. It's a new segment where we basically, it's a shout out. Shout out to somebody in sports that's, uh, that we want to pay homage to. And it's brought to you by Homage, the company that supplies the clothes, the shirts for our show. Uh, they've got They've got licensed MLB, NBA, NFL uh, player and team gear. They've got the Topps baseball card throwbacks. They've got all this stuff from pop culture. They've got shirts from various movies like Zoolander, Step Brothers, Caddyshack. They've got TV shows like The Office, Parks and Rec. And Russ is wearing the Bo Jackson shirt. Say, Russ, did you find it? What did you find something you liked on there? The the old the old MTV logo. It's oh, yeah. a really good one. Uh, stuff from Nickelodeon. If you're a 90s pop culture junkie, like I am a kid that grew up in the 90s, like I got my Rugrats stuff. I got some Nickelodeon stuff coming in. So they got everything over there. As Tony said earlier in the show, something there will grab you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes, we'll speak to you, I think he said. But neither way. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they have a lot on there, but they do also have a lot of nineties stuff, a lot of nineties TV, nineties sports. They have some NBA jam stuff, some like current modernized versions of the NBA jam ratings and things like that. Different guys and different teams, but they also have the old school NBA jam logo t-shirts, stuff like that. So you can go to homage. And if you're a first time customer, uh, you can get 20% off your total order there by using promo code adjacent. Russ, I'm going to start by paying homage to Steph Curry. And you might think, what has Steph Curry done? He's been on vacation probably for the last Mm -hmm. week or so. His game jersey from game one of this year's finals. So this isn't even like an artifact that we dug up. This is his game jersey from like last month. Game one went for $203,330 on NBA auctions. Did you know that the most most money anyone's ever paid for a game-worn jersey was that someone paid $3.69 million for a Kobe Bryant jersey from his rookie year? So I money. Homage has like five different Steph Curry shirts on their website, by the way. You can find – that's one of the things I like on there. I've said this before. You can find individual player shirts. If you're a fan of a particular guy, like I know Tone loves Steph Curry, you can get a Steph Curry shirt. You don't have to get a Warrior shirt. Russ, who are you paying homage to this week? 
It took five months, but I'm paying homage to one Baker Mayfield who was traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers on Wednesday, and he requested his trade back in March after the Browns brought in Deshaun Watson. We've talked about it on our show at length, all the things going on with Deshaun Watson and the Browns. They gave up and everything for Deshaun Watson, Russ, including, yes. their, dig- including their dignity. Absolutely. Yeah, they did. They said we did our due diligence with their hands covered over their eyes. Uh, and Baker, besides the fact that they were looking for quarterbacks before they got Deshaun Watson, had said, you know what? Enough's enough. I don't want to play for the Browns anymore. And he waited and waited and free agency went by and the draft went by and waited. Nobody was making calls because nobody wanted to pay the $30 million price tag that it was attached to Baker Mayfield. But finally, after exhausting all their options, the Carolina Panthers said, Baker, you're our guy. And so they traded him on Wednesday. Panthers are going to pay about four and a half million dollars of Baker's salary. The Browns paying 10 million. But he's actually taking a pay cut by $14 million to make the trade work, and he can earn that at back in incentives. But good for Baker for sticking to his guns and being like, I'm out. I don't want to be here anymore, and, and finally getting to be in a new place. There you go. How about you, Tone? Who are you paying homage to this week? I am paying homage to uh, Duke women's basketball coach, Kara Lawson. Well, shouts out to her. Um, she did a really, really good speech um, about – Doing the harder things better. Uh, and here's a uh, short clip of that. I, I was talking with, with Shay a couple days ago, and one of the things we talked about was um, how we all wait in life for things to get easier. Think in your own life if you've waited for something to get easier. Oh, I just got to get through this, and then it'll be easy. I just got to get through preseason, and then it'll be okay. I've just got to get through my junior year of high school, and then the classes are going to get easier. Well, I've just got to get to my spring and my senior year of college and it's going to be easier. It's what we do. We wait for stuff to get easier. It will never get easier. What happens is you handle hard better. That's what happens. Most people think that it, it's going to get easier. Life is going to get easier. Basketball is going to get easier. School's going to get easier. It never gets easier. What happens is you become someone that handles hard stuff better. So, yeah, that was just a short version of, of the entire speech, but I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Very motivational. It got me up that morning, ready to go, ready to go back downtown, get things done, be a contributor to society, because she's right. She's right. Life doesn't get easier. It gets more complicated. You add more things, and it took to that because, you know, as you guys know, get married. Baby, love you over there. Um, and... <laughs> Adding, adding I, I'm married, but my wife doesn't sit here across from me while I do every episode of this, like your fiance does. Um, but adding her, it doesn't make my life, you know, easier. It adds another element to it, a wonderful element to it. But it's another element that I never had to take an account for before. So I have to be able to, you know, do things better. I have to be able to. Um, you know, provide and do all those things as, you know, I get to marry her. Like, it, life is not going to get easy, per se, but it, there's going to be more elements. There's, it's going to get harder. So um, I like what she was saying there. Very motivational. If you haven't listened to it, please look it up. Very, 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 very good stuff. 
Yeah, you can find that on Twitter pretty easily. I like that speech. That's something we talk about with our kids all the time about not try, not looking to live a life free of hard things, but to be people that can handle hard things. So that was a good one, Tone. I like that one. Very uplifting. You're you're all over the map today, but some of it is uh, some of it is very. That was a good one. Good contribution. Got to keep you guys uh, on your toes. Pay, pay homage is brought to you by Homage, and uh, again, they've got all kinds of sports and non-sports. They've got the tops baseball card throwbacks, Griffey, Big Hurt, Jackie Robinson, Ryan Sandberg, uh, all kinds of stuff on there. Licensed stuff across all three: uh, MLB, NBA, NFL, and they've got a great collection of Chicago stuff there. Great movie stuff, and you can get 20% off. If you're a first-time customer at, at Homage, you can get 20% off with promo code ADJACENT. So, guys, one of the many things that happens on July 4th is around 11 a.m. on ESPN, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest uh, takes place, and, and one Joey Chestnut was looking for his 15th consecutive uh, victory in the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Glizzy Gladiator. And what he said? Yes, he is the Glizzy Gladiator. The Glizzy Gladiator, indeed. I saw Tony uh, tweet that, and I don't know what it means. Do, do we want to explain that now to me, or do you want to circle back? No, it's fine. Uh, well, uh, I'd like to know what it means. Hey, yo! So, uh, do you know what a Glizzy is? I do not. Ah, okay, Tony, play the uh, Ask a Young Person music. It's time for your favorite game. So, time to play Ask a Young Person. Jason, um, a glizzy. So, am I supposed to ask you? Is that how it works? Yes. Russ, what's a glizzy? And, and and how does that fit with Tony calling Joey Chestnut, America's most dominant athlete, uh, a glizzy gladiator? Well, a glizzy is another term for a hot dog made popular in the East, uh, specifically in the D.C. DMV area, calling hot dogs glizzy. So... I- how do you know that? How did you come to, how did the word enter your vocabulary? I guess, how did it migrate from the mid Atlantic to you? It is a, uh, a, ver- uh, a phrase used mostly by uh, the blacks as Tony likes to say. Uh, okay. um, and as most things that the blacks say, it has gone over into pop culture okay. and has now been used by other cultures. Is this a, is it an appropriate word for me to use or no? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I'll get in no trouble saying, Hey, let's go get a glizzy. Everybody would be fine with that. People would know what you mean. I mean, because it's also kind of used as a, another word for for a gun. So I'd be be careful. It must okay. be it must be in good company. Go say if you say let's go grab a glizzy um, at Portillo's. Somebody would know what you're referring okay. to, or right. at the local hot dog establishment, whatever. So that is a glizzy. So. Joey Chestnut is the Glizzy Gladiator. All right, got it. Name is Apple right? All right. <laughs> so, thank you for indulging that detour because I wanted to learn. And now, no, I have. no worries. This is all good. So, Joey Chestnut, while devouring Nathan's hot dogs disgustingly, uh, there was a protester that came out and he like choke slammed him while devouring hot dogs, which I think is a pretty impressive accomplishment. Uh, an athletic achievement. And they're like, you're downing three hot dogs at a time, yo. And 
have time to choke this guy out and slam him on the ground while security gets him and continue to eat your hot dogs. Still won by uh, 15 and a half hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't, it was a route. Wait, Tony, yeah. what was the gesture? The emotion that. No, nah, I'm not doing that. Joey's no, no, no. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you would do it. Um, so here's Tony, my thing. It's, it's a podcast. There's a microphone. You either got to like do or don't, man. No, no, no. Sometimes it's just for you. Sometimes the show no. within the show is just for us, you know? Hey, Tony, what's, what's for the show is for the show. You're, you're leaving out a lot of people, though. You either do or don't, but You talk about a gesture that would have blown up on social. <laughs> it was that. Oh, my goodness. So, Somebody Russ, are you, are you like, he's called an athlete. Joey Chestnut is called an athlete. He's my age, by the way. He's 38 years old, and he's won this 15 times already. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, are you impressed by this? Do you, I, I, do you enjoy watching this, or um, what part of this? What's 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 your relationship to this event? So I started watching it when Kobayashi was still yeah. like the reign supreme in the Nathan's hot dog eating context before he got uh, taken down by Joey Chestnut and then banned for life. Um, and it was always a Kobayashi right. got banned for life. What did he do? I know he got banned from he cheating. How do you cheat? I, I, you're asking me questions that I don't have the answers to. Tony, like, find this. I, out. I know, I know, he got banned. But while Tony's checking for that, um, it was always one of those things that, like, all right, I wake up late on Fourth of July, around mm-hmm. ten o'clock. I know that I'll go downstairs by eleven, and at eleven, you have the brother with the top hat on or the uh, tan, red, white, and blue hat on, and is the host of the hot dog eating contest. Uh, Tony, you have an answer for us? Kobayashi entered a contract dispute with Major League Eating, which sanctions the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, leading to the end of his appearances on the Coney Island during the 4th of July spectacle. All right, there we go. Not nearly as exciting and interesting as I thought it would be. All right. All right. Um, So one of my things that I, I was interested in is I found out how much you make. All right, I didn't realize how little you make for winning the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. It's $10,000 for one day of work. And this is the biggest one. No, but this, but see, it's not one day of work though, Tone. Yeah, you can't just, I, you couldn't just show training, up and do this. Right. Yeah. You're training for a couple weeks to expand your stomach enough to eat 63 hot dogs in a sitting. There can't be enough of these things that are big enough that it, that you can make an income off that. Well, you would think, but like, they say well, he makes somewhere between 500000 and $800,000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you have sponsorships and all those different types of things. He and, does eating contests. Uh, that's that's his gig. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you go from Nathan's hot dog eating contest this month to maybe you have a, a hot wing eating contest next month and a pizza okay. contest right. after that. So, like the the uh, the eating circuit that Tony was referring to that Kobayashi got into the battle with, they kind of run all those different things, but uh. Uh, yeah, it was kind of. I was, I've always been interested because it's like, at what point does your body say, you know, I can no longer do this? Or like, even if you say, even if you tell me he's making five hundred to eight hundred thousand dollars a year, which is fantastic decent money. money, great yeah. money, great money. Yes, yes, I'm saying decent money. In comparison to what I, we know, we're living, we right? And because you're rich, we know. Stop, yeah, stop. You, you don't go to Dollar Tree anymore. You don't go to Super Pass. You're post Seven Eleven. We got yes. it. Yes, um, you've made that as clear as you could. Very wealthy. Uh, oh no! 
Now you can go to camp. Mom. Now, yes. now yeah, mom. Yeah. I'm going to camp now. Uh, okay, but you like hot dogs, right? Everybody likes hot dogs. Yeah, but bro, I could eat like three or four before I'm like, all right, I shouldn't have done Sure, this. but even then, like, if as someone who likes hot dogs, you, yeah. probably, don't eat, you probably don't eat them that often because you're like, no, it's not, it's not great for me. It's a lot of salt. Like, right. I can't imagine eating like that all the time and having that be worth it. Even for I that agree. amount of money, it's like, it's not, I ache, it's not good for you long term. And B, I don't think it would feel that good. I agree. Well, so go ahead. Well, according to Mark Jackson, you got to tell your body not today. That's right. Yeah, that's what, that's what he told LeBron when LeBron had cramps. Why, why don't we have Mark Jackson running everything instead of instead of uh, Doctor Fauci? Mark Mark Jackson would be like, just tell just tell COVID not today. COVID ain't that what uh ain't that what uh, uh what's the mega pastor's name? Uh, Kenneth Copeland. He tried to tell COVID that. <laughs> he like blew into a microphone and thought that was going to get COVID out of here. But that's neither, that's neither here nor there. Um, if you're out there and you, you break your leg, tell your leg, not today, leg. Um, but, so good advice from Mark Jackson. I have always hated eating contests and hated that competition. For gluttony? Yeah. What do you hate about it? Well, it's just... It's a slap in the face to the rest of the world. Oh, oh that, yes. You know, like, look right. at us. We don't care about these hot dogs that are a source of food and at least some nutrients for the for the body. We care less. We are all about overindulgence. We are all about, this is how much food that we have in America. That we have a contest where we chew up as much food as possible, as physically human possible, and then go beyond that. And I, you kind of, you kind of, if you were looking at it from the other side, you can kind of see how some people hate us. Like, and I get it. I, I totally get it. If they're just watching that single thing, like it's 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 gross. It's uh, well, that's I can't the under, I can't understand. It's not. I don't find it enjoyable to watch. I'll, I'll grant you your bigger philo- philosophical point tone. Yes, but uh, I I don't find that. I'm surprised you wake up in the morning and want to watch that on Fourth of July, Russ. Oh, I'm not saying I do now because I was it's, in it's a, not a pleasant thing to see. I was, I was a kid when I started watching it. It's it's more interesting seeing like the the characters that take part in it because they have the women's division, then they have the men's division, uh, and like Kobayashi was not a big dude when he was in these competitions. And even Joey Chestnut isn't like fat or anything. Um, but you, I always wonder like, is his body? really like two times his age like his is his body like 60 years old because of what he's put it through in the last yeah. 15 or so years aesthetically it doesn't look like it no i mean a it lot doesn't, of but it, i mean kobayashi can't they were kobayashi was like a like and, a legit athlete and you saw what joey chestnut did to that protester like they mm-hmm. don't they they've modified their bodies to do what it needs to do to win. Like, look, look, body, not today. You don't need this for nutrients. This is just for competition. Choo, 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 yes. choo, 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 swallow, swallow. We'll get rid of it later. Just choo, 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 yeah. choo, 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 choo. And uh, apparently you can not train. Not today, your, sodium. You can train your body to do that because they've done it and he's done it, which is, uh, it, it, it's a, a whole entirely different conversation of why would you want to do that? But aesthetically, at least, it looks like he's fit. So, like, one of my favorite shows on TV 
was man versus food, right? For a long time. With, okay, but so the, there's the, a pattern the, here. You like this. No, 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 no. I, I'm like a foodie, right? I enjoy good food. And on man versus food, they go to all these places where they had really good food. But on the original with Adam Richmond, he like do a some type of challenge at the end. Like he take you to all these places that had great food and they had something there, a, a yard long burrito or yeah, whatever. Some kind of gigantic pizza. And it's correct. Free if you can finish in an hour correct, or whatever. Correct. Or, and they, or they give you a t-shirt and, and it's free. Yeah. Um, so he left the show. Right. And he was saying that, like, after he left the show, like, because he, he would feel terrible, his body wouldn't feel great. And, like, he lost so much weight after he stopped recording Man versus Food. Um, and it's actually really interesting to see, like, how he could do that and how, like, you see professional eaters who do it all the time and their body is kind of just normal. Like, it, there's not a ton of fat on it. You're so right. I, I, I would expect to see a bunch of huge people in this. Yes. Time. Yes. They all, they all, if you saw any of one of them in uh, walking down the aisle in your local jewels, you would not know that you wouldn't immediately, you would think they're just like anybody else. Um, do you think they eat for 10 minutes? I think it mm-hmm. used to be 12. It's uh, this contest in Coney Island in Brooklyn is uh, how, how many hot dogs can you take down in 10 minutes? Is there a food you think you could win or reasonably compete in a contest. You got to think about this now. Think about this. It's not just a food that you like. It's got to be a food that you could destroy for 10 minutes. So that was interesting because I was going to ask you all the same question. Uh, I, I said pizza seems like the one I could do because I think in if I'm like really hungry, if I order pizza, I can knock down several pieces but i gotta think of it in this this way yeah the pizza that we eat here in chicago for everybody listening tavern style small squares yes you if you're not like thinking you're watching something you got people over you could go through like nine ten pieces of pizza before you're like oh shit that's a nine lot or of ten pizza. squares yes nine or ten like squares Which is like two to three pieces of normal pizza correct yeah. correct um I don't know, man. Like, cause you you think that's, that's a lot of when you think about pizza, that's a lot of bread. I love cheese, so like I can get through the cheese part, but it's the bread part that adds up over that yeah. ten minutes. It feels like that would get to be like really slow trekking in right. minutes seven and eight because it's because yep. pizza. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. But you think maybe you'd have a chance in pizza? I think if it, for a thin crust, okay. Aurelio's shout out to Aurelio's, um, or 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 beggars. Would you be I doing like just, two at a time? Would you stack them and be taken down two at a time? Yeah, I think the pieces, are small, the pieces are small enough where you could knock down two at a time. But that's one, man. Like, I, yeah, that's probably the only one of the major foods that, besides hot dogs, like burgers could see, would probably be a problem. Nachos, maybe. Like, the real nachos is like meat and cheese and stuff on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I think I could do... These are going to sound su- surprising. You're going to object probably. To He's going to say I, ice cream. Watch. I think I could do ice cream. Oh, man. I think I, I, but if everybody's doing it, I think I could out eat ice cream compared to other people. And I also think Captain Crunch Crunch Berries, I could out, I could win. <laughs> mouth bleeding at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have nothing left of your mouth as you're vomiting that up later. <laughs> But oh. I think I, I, I think I could take down like a whole box of Captain Crunch Crunch. Oh, like easily. Yeah. Set up sure. a, yeah. But you need milk. 
you know, soften it. But these guys use water with their hot dog. Tom, what about you? You think, is there something that you could just destroy for 10 minutes straight? Almonds. No, no way. <laughs> Tony, what the hell? Those are hard to chew, too. Yeah, it's not a basis. They are hard to chew. Tony, what type of food is that? I, it, it, they're easy. I can grab a hand, grab them by the handful, you know, go, go, chug a chug. Go, yep. go for some more. <laughs> okay. All right. Know, chew them up. Chew, chew, chew. Yum, yum, yum. You feel me? Tony, you know how much, how many almonds that you'd have to eat to you would choke ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, choo, 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 you know, swallow. Choo, 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 choo. Oh, we nope. know how eating works. We got it. Tony, that's like pounds of almonds. Yeah, yeah, I could take down. I could, I could take down some almonds. It'd be very filling. Mm-hmm. They're I'm, difficult to chew, and you would for sure choke. You right. trying to eat almonds quickly for ten minutes? You or anybody? You would choke. That's why you got to chew them. That's that's what make it uh, the competition. Okay, all right. Hey, Russ. He says he would win. He says he would win. Everybody would be facing the same problems. You know. Um. All right. So I'm, I'm skipping Tony. Going back to you, Jason. Yes. See, here's my thing with the ice cream eating contest, dog. After like four bites, you're gonna have brain freeze. That is an obstacle. Yes. But I I could I. In my normal life, I sometimes eat ice cream until I feel sick. That's usually where it stops. And not being paid, just for free. Right, yeah, just (laughs) because I enjoy it. Some cookies and cream, oh yeah. It barely separates me from a dog. I think a dog will definitely eat till they get sick. And uh, usually it's one of the things that sets us apart in the the world as people is that we know better than to do that. But when it comes to ice cream, I do not. I I had gone I had gone out with a, a, a young lady recently. Uh, good time, nice, fun, enjoyable experience for all parties involved. But it got me to the to thinking because I had a like so you know when you have just have a really good conversation with somebody. Every time I talk to you, Russ. Oh, I appreciate that. That's sweet. But had a really good conversation with the person I was out with. And I was telling her about the process of paying for dates, right? Because in my mind, I will always, my, my email is to always pay for the date, yeah. right? And you're very wealthy. <laughs> Shut up. Stop saying that. As you um, often say. <laughs> I don't say that. Y'all say that. I'm drinking regular water and uh, out the tap like everybody else. Like, what are you oh, talking about? Wow. Okay. Up, oh, I also have these, but it's oh, neither here nor there. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. But I was telling her, as a guy, you're always prepared to pay for the date. Uh, but one thing, one thing I do appreciate, and this made her laugh because she knew what I meant. I always appreciate the fake reach. <laughs> like, can uh. I say, like I appreciate the check comes to the table. I you see me taking my wallet yeah. out, and you on the date go, oh, let me get my. I, you know I'm not gonna let you pay for that. Right. However, that's like what you do when you're with your parents. Right. I think it's yeah. really sweet that you you at least attempt to pay even if I don't let you, or even like what this girl did when I was out with her. She had her card on the table, and I slid it back to her like, "What are you doing? Get out of here." 
but I really appreciated that. And so then we went from dinner, then we went to a little lounge and got drinks. And she said, no, you pay for dinner. I want to pay for drinks. And like, I was like, cool, it's all good. Um, but we were out the next day and we were talking about it again. And she was like, so the way you think about it with how you like the fake reach and somebody like offering, even if they don't pay, she said when she, she's gone out with dudes and when the check comes, they want to split it. Mm-hmm. And she says, that's how she knows there's probably not going because she's like, I have my own money. I can pay for it. I'm not worried about the part. But she said, if you ask me on the date and then ask me to go 50 percent with you, you're not getting a second. date. She don't want no scrubs. And nor should she. And I told her that. I like, look, I get it. I'm Sounds like a very frugal man. A very cheap man that won't get a second date. So I have two thoughts on that. One, when I was uh, dating my wife, we were both in college and she had money available to her and I did not as much. You were a broke boy. She was on full ride scholarship because she's borderline or actual genius. She is. And uh, I was Jason. partial scholarship working in a factory in the summers, doing everything I could to make that work. Uh, so there were times where she would offer to pick up the check and I would be like, okay, I think I have a good track record overall, especially now as a, as a non-college student. I think I have a, I, I probably pick up the check more often than not when I'm out with friends, but I have a strict policy of, I do not fight people over the check period. If somebody insists that they want to pay for the food, I'm not getting into an argument about who's paying for what. Cause that's just tiring to me. Like I usually, and in fact, in general, one of the reasons why I do pick up the check usually is because I don't, I just don't care about that part of it. I want us to get to do whatever the thing is that we're doing. And I really don't care who pays for it. So if someone insists on paying, then have at it. I, I understand that, that part too. But like for me, when, when she said that's like a red flag for her, where like a guy asks her out on a date, then said guy doesn't pay for the entire thing. It's kind of like, well, bro, like you, you, you want it to be here. So like you should, and so I told her, I was like, it makes sense because if I had when if I have a daughter, I'll tell her if if a brother wants to take you out, I need you to have enough money to pay for your portion of the meal. Because if the dude decides to get cheap on you, I don't want you to have to worry about it. Pay for your food and get out of there and never talk to dude again. Um, but yeah, I, I I think for me, the fake reach, man. Like, I know I'm gonna pay for it. But I need you to at least because in the same way she was talking about, it, it's like if you don't fake reach, I won't feel away and I'll still pay for it. But it is nice to be like, oh, man, you considered going into your wallet and taking a card out. At least we don't have the entitlement. Yeah. What if you were yeah. dating someone, though, that was like very clearly extremely famous and well, like what if you were dating Taylor Swift? OK. Or you got or not dating, but like on a date with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's probably one of the richest celebrities. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you guys are out on a date at, you know, Applebee's or whatever. And I feel, <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. I feel like, I feel like oh, it'd buddy. be kind of silly for oh, you oh, to try buddy. to pick up the check. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 buddy. We're, we're, let's, let's, let's modernize this a little bit. Chili. Me and Taylor Swift. No, no, Jason. If me and Taylor Bennigan's? Swift. <laughs> they don't even have those anymore. They, they right, still exist. No, they still exist. Let's switch it to me and uh, Zendaya, right? 
Means and okay. Dea. Well, I, she she's not quite as rich, right? I mean, I'm talking about someone that is like. Don't play Zendaya, bro. Zendaya got money. Okay. All right. Fine. All right, I'll Either say way. Rihanna because Rihanna, because Rihanna, there, there, there's someone that's rich. She might be yeah. a billionaire, right? She yeah. Just, yeah, she just became the youngest billionaire, self-made. Uh, you so, wouldn't, okay? Even you. So me and Rihanna know, out. Self- me and Rihanna out at at Nobu, right? On a day. Yeah. That that would be more the place. The is that uh, like a fancy version of Outback, or what is that? Jason, you're being funny. You know what Nobu is? Um, it's a sushi restaurant that has fantastic drinks, by the way. This is not an ad, but I just want to say it's a place that I enjoy going. Um, there's only a select amount of them in the world. They do sushi and drinks, and it's a little bit pricier. But I think even for somebody like a Rihanna, we have sushi and drinks. Bill comes about two, two, two fifty, right? It's not gonna kill me to pay for a two to hundred fifty dollar bill. Even if Rihanna's here uh, as a billionaire and I pay, I still think it's like I probably asked Rihanna to go out, so I should still pay. And if she wants to say, hey, let's go to Tao and we still spend the same amount of money and she wants to pay for it, cool. I think she would laugh at you pulling out your wallet to try to pay for that. For $250? For any amount. I mean, laugh at me. If you want to say, hey, here goes the black card. Don't even worry about it. Cool. But like, I, I like that feeling like, hey, I'll pay for some. You pay for some. Once you like start going out with somebody. But like, bro, I, I don't feel I wouldn't feel a way about pulling out my car with Rihanna at dinner. Like. I would feel more comfortable like, hey, like I wanted to take you here. It's only two hundred fifty dollars. It's not a big deal. But if you want to pay, cool. Do you think you would want to date someone? This is like a different conversation, but do you think you more money than you? Do you think? Well, no, not that. More fame, like extreme fame. Because um, everybody thinks they want it, and there are some perks to it being like, you know, modestly known and things like that. But extreme fame is a whole different deal. Where so like, like paparazzi famous always, always, and everything you do, you're on vacation. You always, you anytime you think you're in private, you're not. There's always, uh, you know, ancillary people around. And, and if it's somebody like we were talking about Taylor Swift, like whatever bad things you do in the relationship, she's going to write songs about it. And everybody's going to know, oh, that was a song about Russ. Uh, hey, man, like you, I think you sign up for that in a lot of ways, a lot of regards. Like if you're dating a Rihanna, you know, look, man, this is the finest woman in the world. And one of the most famous we have here, like Jay-Z and Beyonce, like two uber famous people. Would I do it? You got to think about quality of life. That's what I'm saying. Right. Not would you right. do it? Would you, do you think you'd enjoy that? I, I, it wouldn't be as bad as me to me as most people, just because of the business that we're in. However, you're the the the. I'm just gonna go grab some groceries at Whole Foods. Part of your life is over. Right. Like the, the the normal things that you would do, I'm gonna just go grab the mail and uh no shirt and right. some shorts. Yeah, that's ended up or, on TMZ. Yeah, I'm on TMZ in ten minutes. Right. Rihanna's boyfriend, Russ Dorsey, shows all going to get his mail. <laughs> you know, like you know the salacious headlines they use. It, yeah, all that stuff is gone. And like I enjoy still doing regular 
things like going to Whole Foods and picking up groceries or going to Benny's and getting wine and just being able to go out to Nobu with my friends without a hundred paparazzi standing outside waiting to snap pictures of me and whoever I'm with that, that night. So yeah, I don't know if I would enjoy that one uh, as much. All right, Tone, latest producer in the game. Hit the button. This is bullshit. Time to call out the world's hypocrisies with bullshit. High quality bullshit. World class designer bullshit. To be sure. Bullshit. Presented by Sheets and Giggles. They just say whatever they think will interest the audience or make it appear that they know what they're talking about. And what comes out is bullshit. I Call Bullshit is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and get $23 off. You just need that link. Sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. No promo code needed. Use our link and you'll get $23 off at checkout. They've got the mattress and we've been trying to tell you about the mattress, all the different things, the way they've designed it with coils and latex and everything. It's all about comfort at Sheets and Giggles. The sheets are extremely comfortable. They're trying to make a mattress that matches it, that rises to its level in in comfortability. And uh, it's all about the cushion and it's all about the airflow. So, so you don't get hot, you don't get the night sweats, things like that. And uh, they are, they are still offering Russ $200 off their mattress. If you pre-order now, so sheetsgiggles.com slash S a, we are calling bullshit this week on some or all parts. We'll find out of the Zion Williamson five year, $231 million extension with the Pelicans. Russ, I thought it was strange. The part that that made this kind of smell like some bullshit to me was how badly, how over the top everybody was about wanting to get this done when I'm not sure I would be so enthusiastic if I was either side. I mean, listen, I, I think Zion Williamson has still has an opportunity to be a fantastic player in the NBA. But they got to get the weight under control. And I've seen pictures of Zion recently where he looks slim and trim. He doesn't look like the, as we called him on our show, and we, we saw the pictures of him, the walking beignet. Uh, a couple did, we, did, we, did we coin that? Was that us? I think that's us. Has that surfaced anywhere else, or did we coin him the walking beignet? I'll do a quick Google search. Has it gone viral? I think well, well, if he stays in shape, we can't call him that. And no, no, no. But at the time, at the time, at the time he, 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 he looked, looked like a, like a he looked like he had beignet. he looked like he had beignets stuffed in his cheeks. Yeah, he he was three bills. I don't care what the Pelicans say, and he looks like he's been working out with a new trainer and nutritionist, and he looks slim, trim, and ready to rock. And I'm excited to see that that Zion Williamson because that Zion Williamson is a dude and that's the guy that you pay 231 million dollars in the rookie extension to but the pelicans aren't stupid here right uh, there's a lot of protections in the deal that protect them in case zion's hurt because he's had issues staying on the floor during his time in new orleans but uh yeah you had the zion during the season hey if they offer me an extension i can't fa- sign it fast enough can't oh, sign I it fast oh i enough. bet no. i bet See, that's where I, I, my bullshit is uh, more so. Uh, it's on Zion. 
not more so. It is on Zion, not the Pelicans, because what else are the Pelicans going to do? There's a little bit of a risk here with Zion, Zion, but uh, I don't think they're going to get LeBron or Kevin Durant or any like they need to keep they there. It's a worthwhile gamble if you're the Pelicans and you have trouble getting people. Zion pivots from very clearly trying to get out of New Orleans pretty much from the jump to I can't sign that thing fast enough. And uh, I would probably be, feel the same way if I missed all of last season with a foot injury. Yeah, He's I, very over the top, though, about he wants to win championships there. He's not going to let the city down. Like, it, it's a strong, strong turn from what we saw before that. Yeah, I mean, every rookie, if available, is going to sign that one. Like, that's the thing. We thought Zion was going to be the first to not sign it and enter free agency as soon as possible. But... He knew what's up, you know, his injury history. And now that we see no matter when you sign that new deal, you can ask for a trade and be out anyway with the money. Mm -hmm. So I just don't like the uh, and I hope the people of New Orleans are not getting attached to Zion Um, because as as soon as it gets uncomfortable, he's going to ask for that trade. Uh, and it's obvious that he doesn't like it there. It's obvious, at least to me, that he doesn't want to be a Pelican. Um, and I think they're just counting down the days until he ultimately leaves via free agency or once he acts or demands uh, for a trade out of there. So, like, I mean, he had to do it because of his injury history. And New Orleans kind of had to give it to him because you don't want to be the franchise, right, that has this talent and then not take him number one overall, and then don't offer him money. Um, and you have limited and, options if you're there. Right. right. And you have already limited options being in the market that you're in. So, uh, yeah, this is – they have to make front-facing things. Like, oh, we're so excited about the growth of Zion Williamson. And Zion's like, oh, man, I'm excited to be in the city, but it's all bullshit. Uh, I'm not going to let the city down, I think, is the quote that will come back to haunt him if he demands a trade in two years. I will will let you up. (laughs) I Call Bullshit is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Uh, Go on now, pre-order their mattress. If you want anything else, though, if you want the sheet set, which is the thing that we can't stop talking about, the eucalyptus sheet set, so smooth, silky, wonderful, hugs your butt so well. So well, as Tony likes to say, uh, go on sheetsgiggles.com slash essay and you will automatically get $23 off at checkout. Russ, would you like to hear the news we didn't get to today? Yes, please. Some of it's going to be news we did get to. We're just going to talk about it a little more, actually. Uh, you mentioned that Baker Mayfield as a home. And I just wanted to point out a small thing on that, that uh, only after nobody else wanted him. (laughs) Well, NFL network reported just uh, this week, I believe just shortly days before the trade that uh, the Seattle, who everybody thought, including Baker Mayfield actually said, it's kind of an odd thing to hear him say at one point on a podcast, he said he assumed he would end up in Seattle. He figured that'd be, that's where there's an opening and they're going to go with Drew Locke instead. Uh, NFL network reported that the Seahawks were quote, Never really interested in Baker Mayfield. And the details on that trade is he goes for either a fourth or fifth round pick. So the Browns are swapping a number one overall, possibly for a fifth, which that's how the Browns do it, man. It's just, it's magic. It's a a magic act. I think he's actually good or could be good. 
this is not Mitch Trubisky to me. No, this is a guy who I believe this will be. What is he? Four years in, this will be his fifth year. Like I, I thought he was ascending, and then he was hurt all last year, yeah. and Beckham barely played last year for them. Yeah. Landry missed games last year. Like I don't think this guy's in the same category as Mitch Trubisky. I would want to take a chance on Baker Mayfield for sure, and, and I think. It, He's brash and sometimes too brash and going back to the college days. But it, it's a guy that has arm talent that is a flawed quarterback, but I do think you can – there are way less talented quarterbacks playing in the NFL, starting in the NFL. So, Like Mitch Trubisky. Correct. I, I, just, I don't think Carolina is the place you're just going to resurrect your career, but, hey, you got DJ Moore down there. If McCaffrey stays healthy, hey, man, you go out there, you win seven games – Never know. Well, that is the thing I'd be concerned about for him. While I do still think he's good and can be a good player, can be a very good quarterback, uh, Carolina feels like yes. that, could, that could really be a career. Matt Rule could get fired. That could be rough. Seven. Yeah. Uh, some baseball news for you, Russ, that you're probably aware of because you're, you know, MLB insider. Russ Dorsey, Bally's MLB insider. Russ Dorsey, Sports Adjacent's MLB mm-hmm. insider. Double roll. Uh but a Dodger Stadium concession vendor named Roger Owens needs to be a little more careful with his nuts. He is a peanut vendor. He's been that in that role for 60 years, 79 years old, and uh, is known for his theatrics throwing peanuts to customers. So he'll, okay. he'll throw them from several rows away. He'll go behind the back, through the legs. I watched a video of this. He's stunningly accurate. He's very, very accurate on this. That tradition, you know, like we have guys in Chicago, like the uh, – the beer vendor that looks like Scotty Pippen. You know what I'm talking about? No. At Comiskey at, at the White Sox Park. This is, everybody knows this. Come on, man. He, he'll answer to Scotty or to Pip. Um, or we had they had the White Sox had the guy who would, uh, the hot dog, I don't know if they have him anymore, but he would always be like, hot dogs. You know the guy I'm talking about? I mean, that could be any guy. I'm sorry, but, you, don't okay. sit, you, don't, you don't sit with us commoners <laughs> in the, in the, the blue-collar sections. Uh, but anyway, so this guy, Roger Owens, he's, he's kind of like famous. He's like a, fa- like a local treasure doing these tricks, throwing his, his peanuts to people. And uh, he's not going to be allowed to do that anymore because the catering company uh, t- thinks it's a liability. And the guy sounds heartbroken about it. And now, Tony Gill reads... What's up, guys? Tony Gill with glasses here. All I can I can't see the glasses. All I can see is your belly. Sit down, man. Yeah, no, no. I'm I was on, definitely going to say I see his belly. New character. Why did you stand for this? Why? You know, showing off the new merch that I got from uh, Amish. Shout out to them. Dressing up. We Tony saw Gill with glasses. We were sitting well. down. Okay. All right. Just read it, please. Just read it. <clears throat> Dodger Stadium peanut vendor. Whoa, I could read. Peanut what, vendor. vendor. Roger Owens. <laughs> To the LA Times. Oh, what vendor? I hope he's only selling, selling peanuts. Oh, Tone. I'm so heartbroken about this. They have time to see it coming. It's not like some bullet that goes straight through. I'm always wanting to make sure that whoever I'm throwing to will catch the bag of peanuts. I want them to catch it because they feel a sense of accomplishment. Russ, what do you think? You on uh, you on the peanut vendor side or you on the uh, catering company side? You got to pick a side. You're the MLB insider. You got to pick a side. 
Well, one side I'm picking is that Tony didn't have the glasses, which is why he stood up. Um, and it was weird. It was just very weird. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why you did that. You, you stood up. He, he read it. forgot. He forgot the glasses at home. Yeah, oh, we just had a big close up oh. of your. Oh, okay. Of your. I, then I really don't know why you did that. And uh, and you read it poorly, Ross. We were talking earlier about being famous, like extreme <laughs> fame. Yes. Like like everybody thinks they want to be famous, but extreme fame does not yes. sound good to me. Like the way that Lawrence is famous, where he goes around Chicago and people say hi to him, is like reasonable. But mm-hmm. like, like I can't go on vacation without being photographed kind of fame sounds horrible to me. And uh, this is what happens with Russell Wilson and his very famous wife, Ciara. Mm-hmm. By, by the way, Tony, uh, Russell Wilson and Ciara, you always seem like you think this relationship is odd. Why is that? Do I? Yeah, you always kind of make a weird face anytime this comes up. Uh, Does he? You don't know why. You're going to have to explore that, I guess. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's well from Sierra's point of view, going from future. To there's a to, future element, is what I think. What, yeah. what what's got you from, thrown off from yeah. future to Russell Wilson is is kind of like, you know, two opposite ends of the spectrum there. But hey, you know, growth, right? You got to allow people to grow. Uh, at one point, she wanted future and all that. What future brings Toxic, toxicity? <laughs> um, and then she wanted a change in her life, and now she's thriving and twerking on the gram and. You know, is is being successful and not uh, Russ. Russ is supportive. Yeah, Russ is supportive. So yeah, you know, pe- people people grow up. So yeah, shout shout out to them and her. Well, they're on vacation on Lake Como, and the paparazzi found them there because they always do, of course. And they got photos of them on a boat. You know, standard stuff. They're in swimsuits, uh, but they really seem to catch them at the at the exact wrong. Time They caught them at a time when uh, Russell Wilson was trying to pop a zit on his face and was struggling to do so. And so Ciara, they got photos of Ciara uh, popping a zit on his face. Question. You say yes. Ciara and not Sierra. Oh, I, I'm probably saying it wrong. That's the <laughs> I, was, I was just Did I answer your question? Yeah. yeah, probably. I was just curious. Uh, would you, Tony, would you ask your fiance to do this for you? Would you ask her to pop a pimple on your face that you were struggling with? Uh, she does it anyway. So I just kind of, wow, okay. Just let it rock. Like it's, it's a useless I, fight. <laughs> so I just let it be. I think that's a sign of, uh, that, that somebody cares about you. Cause I've been watching my parents do that. My mom do that to my dad for years since, since I was a little guy. So <laughs> yeah, I just thought that's how it was. I have, do you ever get like a, like a, a small, like kind of pokey back hair, like a small kind of sturdy back hair that's bothering you. If I can't get that, I will have my wife get that with a tweezer and then I feel better. How do you, you can't see it though? I can feel it. Oh, it's like scratching against my shirt or something. and It's bothering me all day. And then I can, that's how I fix it. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, it's not what I've experienced. I feel like a person can handle their own face pimples. It's on, it's, it's on your face. It's not in a hard-to-reach place. You, you can look in a mirror and handle this. Maybe they yeah, didn't have a mirror on the boat. Nah. I don't know. And finally, Russ, no big deal. Uh, no cause for alarm. Please don't worry. But uh, Florida is under attack from giant African land snails. Okay. Pasco County, just north of Tampa, uh, they've got an infestation. These things, so picture a snail. All right. Usually what? The size of a golf ball, maybe, or something like that. Not these, Russ. These are from East Africa. These things can get eight inches long. 
a big snail. Right. Yes. Tone. Thank you. Hand motions don't help as much on a podcast, but yeah. Uh, and they, and they do all kinds of problems. These things are not here for peace. They, uh, they are here ready to fight and ready to take over Florida. And they carry a parasite that's called rat lungworm, which uh, sounds like a terrible thing uh, because it is. It can cause meningitis. Uh, these things also can uh, also destroy plants, and they will even eat the paint and stucco off your houses. And as the good people of Pasco County, Florida, try to contain this, they are fighting an enemy that can produce 2,500 eggs per year. All right. All these things sound small. All these things sound small. And they're like, okay, you know, it's just in Pasco County, Florida, whatever. It doesn't affect us and the rest of the country. But that's how they all start. And next thing you know, you got these eight-inch snails all over the country. So I know at first I said don't be alarmed. But now I'm thinking maybe do be alarmed. Eight inches. That's, that's a long boy. Russ, uh, that's the news. Thank, thank you, Jason. That's going to do it <laughs> for this week's episode of Sports Adjacent. As always, our podcast is sponsored by Sheets and Giggles. You want the softest, silkiest, coolest eucalyptus sheets you can find on the market. Sheets, Giggles. Dot com forward slash SA to get $23 off your next order. Don't be like Jason and only have two sheet sets. Be like Russ and have like four so that when you have a, you can have some on your bed, you can change your sheets as often as you want and have a leftover set for whoever comes through and sleeps in your guest bedroom. Make sure you do that. Sheetsgiggles.com forward slash SA $23 off. We are also sponsored by to find folks over at homage if you want licensed gear mlb nba nfl you want nostalgic pop culture gear i talked about the mtv stuff i have the bo jackson shirt on right now if you want casey bo jackson they got it if you want white Sox bo jackson they got it yeah 1993 division champs man if you want oakland raiders bo jackson gear they got that over there as well the one of the greatest athletes to ever walk the face of this earth. They have a ton of his stuff over at homage.com. Use promo code adjacent to get 20% off your first purchase. They care about our podcast. They love it. We love what they do. And we think this is going to be a fantastic partnership as we go along here. So help our folks out over at homage 20% off using promo code adjacent to get 20% off your first purchase, all the apparel that they have over there. It's not just t-shirts. It's t-shirts. They got hoodies. They got sweatshorts. They got just plain, if you just want plain, comfortable t-shirts, I got some coming. They got that too. You could refresh a lot of parts of your wardrobe. Uh, I like them and they like us, I think, because we just have a lot in common. Uh, Like I said before, I think everything we talk about on our show they probably have a T-shirt or something that connects to it. Uh, Tone, do you have a one of your signature, uh, world-renowned sheets and giggles endorsements for the people to send them on their way on this beautiful Friday morning? Yo, when Jason was describing what that mattress is like, 
in describing what's inside that mattress, one of the special ingredients to make that mattress so great is a is an ingredient that has been helping people their entire lives. And it's in a mattress. It's called latex. You've been trusting it to protect you your whole adult life. Now it's in a mattress. Let it continue to protect you and hold you up. Cheese and giggles. Um <laughs> Okay. We wow. might have to we might have to end these after a while, Jason. <laughs> if nothing else, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sports with Jason with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.